right. Well. <laughs> Tony, Tony, no, come on, fuck, man. You got to get through the... We, I, we can't. We, you, you, get no. them all out. <laughs> all right. Welcome, welcome, welcome. This is Anthony Delbane, your host of the Banner Sports Media Podcast. Welcome into week 14 of the NFL season. Apologize, I've been on a hiatus for the last couple of weeks. We had some shit going on. Had to uh, prioritize other things, meaning getting drunk and stuff in my face with Thanksgiving dinner. That was one time. The other two weeks, I was fucking lazy. Um, get ready to buckle up. You have a pretty shitty 10 minutes of NFL analysis and picks. I'm sitting in my car right now before a kickoff of the Thursday night football game. So this is probably the worst content you'll listen to and put in your ears in the next fucking week, maybe month, maybe even year. Um, but thanks for coming along, my 12 loyal listeners. Buckle up. Getting us started, first pick I got for you here to kick off week 14 is Dallas minus three at Soldier Field playing the Chicago Bears. The reason I like this pick right now, though both teams are six and six, is the fact that Dallas is still completely able to win the division, take the NFC East, and do decently well getting to the playoffs where we look at the flip side. The Bears aren't doing so hot. Their offense may be kind of coming in the right direction uh, after getting a win against a fourth-string quarterback there out in Detroit, as well as getting a win the week before that against the New York football Giants, the New York trash Giants at this point. So uh, Chicago's out. You have Green Bay in front of them in the division lead. You have Vikings in the uh, wildcard spot right now. Both of those teams are definitely going to make the playoffs. Bears don't stand a chance. I feel like they're going to be doing a lot of things differently on the offensive side to try to get the gears moving, especially against a bad Dallas defense, which on paper should be a lot better. That being said, I think this is finally the time where we see Dallas regress to the mean. They're all through the, the internet and all over the, the media right now um, about Jason Garrett and about his job being you know up in arms. I think he's a shit coach. I think many of us could probably agree with that. I still kind of think that's irrelevant. Um, Again, Dallas should be coming out hungry. They have one of the top-ranked offensive efficiencies. Um, So lane three probably isn't too, too bad, even though they're going on the road. Now, the flip side of that, if I'm trying to talk myself out of it, I guess Hakeem Hicks is coming back, which from everything that I've read, bodes very, very well for Khalil Mack. Uh, because he's a big disruptor in the middle and allows Khalil Mack to get double-teamed and triple-teamed less often, um, which is obviously a good thing there. So that's kind of where I'm at right now. It looks like uh, if I take a look at, you know, where the money's actually being bet right now, um, looks like about 72% of the bets from the public are coming in on Dallas. About 80% of the money is. So even though it's a heavy Dallas favorite, um, sharp betters are still taking that. Big betters are still putting more money on that. Um, so I, you know, if the line even moved maybe to minus four, I probably would still take Dallas. Anything above that, I'd fade the other way. But I think on a Thursday night game, which isn't truly a Thursday night game since Dallas played last week, it's a seven-day rest week that they got for themselves, pretty much like a traditional one. And then next week, it'll be back even hotter. Um, I really do just like Dallas in this spot. So that's what we're looking at there. Um, moving forward, my... Bet sheet is loaded up with a bunch of trash college picks that I'll be taking on Saturday. Probably lose all of my money there, so we're going to disregard that. Next one on the slate, we got Baltimore minus five and a half at Buffalo. I think Baltimore is cruising. Um, it, it's kind of ridiculous to see what they did to the Rams, also what they did to the Texans. 
Um, they dismantled the Bengals. That's no issue. They dismantled the Rave or the the Patriots rather, thirty-seven to twenty. They snuck out a close win against San Fran last week, twenty to seventeen. They didn't beat the spread there, a spread of minus six, but they've been crushing the spread in every other game against every other slated defense. I know the Bills are a kind of an anomaly, right? Because they really haven't played too many good teams. Now, last week they did beat the Dallas Cowboys, who I literally just said I think is going to come out hot. I think that may have been a game to kick them right in the ass. They lost 26-15 to to this Bills team. Um, Bills have covered four of the last five weeks, and the only week they didn't cover was a three-point push when they lost to the Browns. That being said, though, they beat the Redskins, they beat the Dolphins, they beat the Broncos, um, and then they just beat the Cowboys. But other than that, I still think the Ravens should easily cover this. I don't really think the, the Bills are going to have um, enough firepower to stop Lamar Jackson and Mark Ingram in the back. Um, Baltimore's defense is really stepping up, and I think if they can contain Josh Allen and make him throw a ton, um, even though Josh Allen's looked better, this is definitely one of those games where I think the Ravens are going to win by at least seven um, pretty handily here. Now, when I say that, when I'm that confident in a pick, um, again, that's when Murphy's Law really kicks in. But we're looking at Baltimore minus 5.5 at Buffalo. Put it on the board. Um, next pick is one that I'm probably not so confident in. It is the L.A. Chargers going to Jacksonville and giving Jacksonville three points. So I got Chargers minus three at Jacksonville. Um, Minshew Mania is back. I guess Nick Foles worked his fucking dick off to get out of that rehab get back on the field after his injury, and as fucking hard as he worked, they put him right back on the bench. Minshew Mania is coming back. Um, I really don't give a shit about it. It, it is what it is. Um, they're another team. Both of these teams are 4-8, and eight, have no playoff hopes. The Chargers have lost three straight. Last week they lost to the Broncos. The week before that they lost to the Chiefs. The week before they, lo- they lost to Oakland at Oakland. Um, so they lost three divisional games in a row after having a decent pace beating the Packers and beating the Bears. Um, I really don't know what's happening with this team. The Chargers are a team that completely lack identity, which makes it very difficult to bet for them. But Adrian Phillips and Derwin James are both activated for this game. I thought they'd be done for the year. They're both activated. I think that is massive, absolutely massive, a playmaker like Derwin James coming back in. Look for him to have seven fucking picks. Uh, against Minshew Mania. On the flip side, Jacksonville's absolutely imploded since about like week four or five. They have not covered the past four weeks straight. They got smoked by the Buccaneers last week. They got smoked by the Titans the week before. They got smoked by the Colts the week before that. They had a bye week. And then before that bye week, they got smoked by the Texans. Their last win is October 27th against the Jets when they won 29 to 15. Um, I thought Jacksonville was still going to have a decent defense, even though after they traded Jalen Ramsey, it doesn't appear to be so. Um, The Chargers still have an arsenal of weapons on the offensive front. I think Melvin Gordon still is going to find his stride at some point in time this year. His bankroll is really, you know, banking on that. Um, I don't know. I like this. I think minus three, you can give me all that bullshit about a West Coast team coming over to an East Coast um, playing an East Coast team. They're playing a 405, right? So it's just like a fucking one o'clock game for uh, for Chargers. I don't see that being an issue. The juice is minus 120 right now on LA. So that kind of makes sense because a lot of people are favoring that. Let's look at the money here. 
We got about 60% of the public bets are going to the Chargers, but 73% of the money's on them. Again, meaning heavy bettors and sharps are leaning towards the Chargers. Um, I like it. The line moved from minus one to minus three throughout the week. Fuck them. We're taking minus three. Um, next, we have. Da, 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 da. It's really hard doing this in my car. Um, Motherfuck. This one I'm not so sure about. Uh, so you might want to fade Tony on this bet here. I got Tennessee minus two and a half. Visiting Oakland at 425. Um, I think Tennessee is trending in the right direction. As of late, they've covered four of the last five games. Uh, they beat the Colts steady handily 31-17. to They beat the Jags 42-20. They win in and they beat Kansas City 35-32. Um, they've been getting hot. I-, I think this would probably be the week to fade them. Um, I love that I'm talking myself out of this after I already put money on it. On the flip side, you look at Oakland. They've been struggling mightily. They had the Chiefs last week. They lost 40-9. to It wasn't even fucking close. The week before that, they went to New York, and they got fucking shit on by the Jets, 34-3. to I-, I think you would probably chalk that game up to an anomaly, but the fact that they've only scored 12 points in the last two games, and they've only scored 23 points in the last – or. 29 rather in the last three they beat the Bengals 17 to 10 which is pretty much something to scoff at then they beat the Chargers and then they beat the Lions before that so when I look at their schedule I mean they really haven't done well they've been on a downhill grind but again the last two weeks they've been playing away from Oakland um I don't really take too much stock a lot of other people that I've listened to um give all Oakland and give home field a lot of credit and I really just don't um as long as Derrick Henry can eat, I think they'll be fine. And if Tennessee's run defense can stop Josh Jacobs in the scheme that they work around him, they should do just fine. I probably expect this to be a low-scoring game. How we're looking at that, over and under is 47.5. I didn't bet on any of that. 60% of the money's on the over, or 60% of the bets, rather, are on the over. 40% are on the over. Wow, I have so much AIDS when I try to spit this out. God damn it. It's been a long week. What I'm saying is only 40% of the money's on the over when 60% of the bets are. So sharp bettors are looking the other way. 47.5 seems a lot um, for these teams, especially when they're both run-oriented teams. So we'll see how that goes. But again, I got Tennessee laying 2.5 at Oakland. Um, Next pick I got on board for you, the New England Patriots. I fucking hate picking these guys. Every time I pick them, they win and don't cover, or they don't win and they don't cover. Either way, they don't cover. But this is the time we rewrite the history book. I'm taking the fucking New New England Patriots, beating the Chiefs, minus three in Foxborough, put it on the fucking board. Um, Tom Brady's not going to lose twice. I think I saw some stat that he's like eight and three over the past X amount of years against the spread after a loss. I trust that, especially in Foxborough. We'll see how it goes. They have so many weapons in the running game. Bill Belichick can scheme that offense perfectly. Um, Chiefs defense looks like Swiss cheese um, for the most part. They, uh, yeah, I don't fucking know. I'm talking out of my ass right now. It's been a long day. Regardless, we're taking uh, New England minus three. What else do I have here in my bag of tricks? Oh, fuck. Is that them all? I don't know. Tennessee minus two and a half at Oakland. New England minus three versus the Chiefs. Chargers minus three at Jaguars. Baltimore minus five and a half at Buffalo. And uh, tonight's matchup, Dallas minus three at Chicago. Yeah, that's pretty much fucking it, guys. Um, here's 10 minutes. Listen to me. Tell me how big of a moron I am. Fade my picks and get fucking bent. Oh, cut, 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 cut. cut. cut.
cut. Axe. No, axe, you gotta axe, keep it together, dude. Axe, Otherwise, I'm axe. gonna lose it. Cut. <laughs>